0: Welcome to the Tilted Coaching Podcast, and I'm your host, Sheila Walsh. My background is in coaching psychology and organizational consultancy. If it has something to do with people, I'm usually involved and interested, whether it is about personal development, professional development, leadership, relationships, managing, or anything else that involves the care of people in some way. A friend of mine encouraged me to do this podcast because he believed that I should bring my insights and my understandings into a really simple, bite size collection. And this is what you have today. I hope you enjoy the Tilted Coaching Podcast. Please do rate us if you find it interesting, and you can always pop over to our Patreon account to sponsor it. Cool.
1: Okay. Hey, Alex. How
0: are you? Good how are you? I'm good I'm good thanks for coming on Um, and I know that when I I invited you I said to talk about anything that you're passionate about and I know that there's a particular topic so many things so many (laughs) things but do you want to tell us a little bit about the situation that we said we chat about today in particular to give some
1: a background yeah suppose it's the most you know in my life at the moment it is the the one thing that is the most presenting it's the biggest presenting issue in my life it's kind of twofold it's i turned 49 in june so i'm going to my 50th year so that requires a lot of um oh what's the word you know like a lot of 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 newness you know and it's kind of like you're very much kind of leaving a path that you've been on since since you first got your period do you know what i mean so so it's kind of twofold. It's this entry into this kind of different stage of my life, um, you know, as in I'm older and you know, all that kind of stuff. But it it's also because my son, um, who will be eighteen in September. So it's a twofold thing. You get older, but so do your kids. Um, and I think those are the two presenting issues in my life right now. You know, I'm trying to transition into my fifties, um, mm. you know, which which is quite It's exciting in one way, but it's also quite overwhelming in another way. Um, But it's coupled with my son, you know, turning 18 in September and making the transition. um, It's a transition in parenting that... um, at least I've never really seen anybody talk about yeah, mm. or nobody prepares you for it. Um, you know, there's, there's loads to prepare you for newborn babies and first times in school and secondary school and all that kind of stuff. But then people seem to stop talking <laughs> about what it's like when your kids go from, you know, childhood into adulthood mm. yeah, and what that means as a parent. Um, because, my entire you know for the last kind of since the stick turned blue my entire no i wouldn't say my complete identity because i think i'd be in a ball in a corner somewhere if, if he was my complete identity rocking back and forth um but so much of my identity and so much of my time and so much of my investment you know, in the last 18 years has been mothering, um, this amazing, incredible human being, mm. um, who is growing away from me and growing away from me, from me, absolutely age appropriately and accordingly. And he's so excited about growing up and I'm like, ah, oh, where are you going? Come back. Like, you know, because in a lot of ways, and um, it's gone by so quickly. I'm not ready in so many ways. And he's like, see you later. Um, This is so great and case in point he's just home from longitude Um, and so that was a first experience for the both of us. Now I will say it's just him and I. I parented him completely on my own since the beginning. Um, so I think, you know, that, look, I don't know, but I'm guessing that that nearly um, intensifies the experience that I'm having um, because I don't get to share that with somebody else. It doesn't get to be diluted with somebody yeah. else. It's just, it, it's just me all the time. And so I'm acutely aware that, that that's different from somebody who is co-parenting. So they have each other for support um, and then, you know, I know loads of people that are like, great, the kid's away, let's go away for the weekend. Whereas I'm by myself. So even though know, I do go away, it's, it's quite different when you're trying to navigate those feelings on your own. Yeah. So um, can I just ask you, because that, that yeah. comes up repeatedly when I'm working with
0: both co parenting parents and individual parents, yeah. you know, the different ways that, we, that parents manage, right? So for okay. you, when these milestones happen and there
1: isn't yeah. somewhere to go, where do you go? What do you do with that? I, I come on Instagram <laughs> okay like and I, and I mean that most sincerely, you know, look in the job you know i 'm in the counseling world, yeah so 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 my job is 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 in the counseling world mm. when you 're in the counseling world i 'm incredibly fortunate that I have to be in counseling myself it 's just how it works, so obviously, yeah. I use my clinical supervision um, and my counseling to help me get through this bit, yeah, mm. um, to help me stay you know stay focused, and the most important thing is not to put my teenage experience okay. onto him and that is the most important thing I okay. think as a parent. Can yeah? you say more about um, that? What does that mean? Oh yeah. So, okay, so So, for example, my teenage experience wasn't great. I, I wasn't a confident teenager. Um, it was very self-destructive and um, I didn't do you know, boundaries very well. Mm-hmm. I'd say my poor parents were absolutely, well, I just know because they've told me, they're completely demented from me yeah. because of my from my in, innate sense of insecurity, which mm-hmm. has grown, you know, which has changed, obviously, as I've gotten older, right? So my experience of, of being a teenager was was horrific. I wouldn't go back there if you paid me all the money in the world, mm-hmm. right? My son is having a completely different experience as a teenager. very comfortable in his own skin he's got a great bunch of friends he's very self-confident and you know you have to mind yourself you have to mind your boundaries as a parent because you know the fear that your kid will be like you and then you come from a place of enforcing let's say rules and boundaries and regulations because you're like well when i was a teenager i was like this so this is how this is how i'm going to parent you and that's something that needs to be really, really, really minded, okay. um, not to put your negative or positive experience. Loads of people have amazing experiences in school mm. and their kids are having a terrible one. Mm. And so, you know, that's also something that needs to be minded. Um, I have to have the knowledge that my son is his own complete person mm-hmm. with a completely you know family different family of origin a completely yeah. different set of parenting tools for me that i had from my parents um and you got to stay in your own lane as a parent um and you have to work on your anxiety from your experience not spilling over into their life because mm-hmm. that can cause breaks in the relationship um you know because i work with families and i work with teenagers yeah. a lot um, what would present into my work is that miscommunication and, and young people saying to me, like why, are, why don't they trust me? I don't understand. I'm doing everything right, but yet I'm still' I'm still I'm still feeling like they don't trust me. When you talk to the parent, the parent will say, "Well, I climbed out my window when I was 16, so this I'm going to parent. Okay, so it's that kind of getting your own lane as a parent. Yeah, so kind of trying to parent
0: children or young adults the way that yeah. felt would have worked for you. Or would have prevented things for you but they're don't do that, <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, yeah.
1: please don't do that that's not like- yeah. please please don't do that and i and i think it's it's you know it's it's hard being a parent like it's and it's incredibly challenging being a parent of a young adult because like, we all go back to our own experience. Every single one of us goes back to the oh God, oh when I was 16, I used to do this and I was drinking, you know, behind the bushes and the blah, blah, blah. And so my kid must be doing it. When in fact, actually, chances are they're not mm. um, because they are completely different people. Mm. Um, so that is something because I had such a negative experience in, in my teenage years, that is something I have to watch every single time, like every single day. Yeah. So for me, the experience of him, he left on Thursday at twelve to go to longitude. he came home at four o'clock on Monday morning. And I mean, was, I was following like you on Instagram. And it was like a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. Right. A complete roller coaster of, you know, so excited for him, for mm. this, like a friend of mine said at the weekend, this lovely coming of age experience that mm. I knew he was having, because you know, it was the first time he was away from home doing something like that. They stayed in the hostel, they went back and forth to longitude. And there were no parents around. They were completely and utterly like, off we go, be self-sufficient. And then at the same time as a parent going, Jesus Christ, when I was 18, like, oh God, like, let's not even think about it. And, um, you know, and then, you know, we had a, obviously we had a rule. we checked in twice a day. And other than that, I had to, I had to keep myself busy, stay in my own lane, mind my own business and um, know that no news was good news. If I wasn't hearing anything, everything was fine. Okay, and how did you come up with
0: that, that agreement of twice a day? But that's really interesting. How did you come yeah, up? that? was for
1: me. Okay. okay. <laughs> you know, so I kind of said look, it? right, yeah, I said look, here, here's how it is. I said I'm going to be really nervous, yeah, because this is the first time you're, you're doing something like this. So here's what I need. So that I, you know, I'm, I can go about my business, you know, living my life without you. I didn't say that, obviously, to him, you know. And I said, so check in with me, you know, when you wake up or before you go. And then let me know that you're back at the hostel every evening. And other than that, I will leave you alone. And he went, yeah, that's great. That's great. Twice a day. And that's what he did. And he he, he, he respected that. Okay. And then I had to hold up my end of the bargain then, you know, in between. I got, I got- right? In between the the morning text and the evening text, you know, I had to keep myself busy. And and that's, that's what I was talking about earlier and then kind of like sit with myself and go, okay, this, this is what normal is going to look like now. Like this is, this is fastly becoming my new normal. He's working, you know, he's going into leaving search, you know, whatever he goes on to do after school, you know, brings him that little bit more independence and, autonomy which also gives me this oh dear god like all of the space so (laughs) my job right is either get busy getting busy and filling that space or it it will have an absolute detrimental effect on my mental health if I don't Mm, mm. it will yeah and because it does to parents I've seen it I've seen it in in the work that I do and I see it you know sometimes on Instagram and I, you know, I hear people talking about it, you know, like they're, they're very, they're very identity and existence as yeah. their kids. And when their kids go, people, you know, people get really, um, sad and lonely and, and I feel that way, but I feel like it's kind of like my job now as his parent to, you know, to fill that void. Yeah. That it's yeah.
0: not his job to fill it for you. That like, is not his job. Yeah. Oh my God, not. Yeah. yeah. 18 years as a minimum of, mm-hmm. of, of your choices around what's good for him and you, and now it's a yeah. point where that's to shift and yeah. to hold him so that you don't have to make that change would be
1: detrimental yeah. for both of you like absolutely and you know and not put that responsibility onto him which I see a lot of sometimes parents do they put that responsibility of of well hold on a second I parented you for so long and now you're going so now what do you expect me to do and quite frankly that's not our job as parents and I say that all the time and you know like as, as far as I can see it you know from from the very moment that we have them We're constantly being prepared for this letting go. It is, like I say this all the time, like parenting is this one lifelong lesson in the art of learning how to let go Mm. because we're doing that since... the the very first minute they're born I remember the first time you know I left him to go to work or the first time you leave them with a babysitter actually the first time I left him with my mother I went in to register his birth my mother was like how many times did you have to I think I rang her 20 times this woman raised three kids but all of a sudden I was like she can't she can't she can't mind my child." I mean blah 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 like so you're constantly the first time they go to school the first time they go outside to play Mm. on the road by themselves the first time they walk down to the local shop it is just this constant like letting go and letting go and i genuinely believe now that it's to prepare you for when they they might physically actually walk out your door Mm. and go to canada or go to Austria, like or get a job or live with their girlfriend or Mm. you know it's it's just that it's just this lifelong lesson in learning how to let go and and i believe as his parent like you know for him to be healthy yeah and and to be emotionally healthy it's my job to let that go regardless of how i feel about it Mm. and it's it's really hard like it's like come back okay going of your life come back oh go on have some fun come back like it's this mad inner like but i'm i know that it will get easier because we've had this big first experience now, you know, and, you know, it's like this is when you, when they go first go to school. I mean, if you hated letting them go to school every time, there'd be no kids in this country inside in school they'd all be at home with parents going and all out outside. That's yeah. adjust. yeah. So yeah. this is, this is the same adjustment, except, except it's more, it's harder because the adjustment means they might actually physically be gone. Yeah. There's a reality. When they go to school, they're always coming back. Mm. Do you know? So, yeah, so it's, it's challenging.
0: Yeah, I do think, though, that there's, and, you know, working with young people at the moment, but particularly, mm. I'm working with quite a few, we'll say, mums at the point where children are moving on, but moving on from teens, like, as in emotionally preparing that, to, that you know, yeah. undoing and that independence. And it's really interesting to see because the role of the woman has changed a lot in Ireland. Oh, wow, yeah. And then also the... Ch- children are having access to more independent experiences like traveling or concerts or that were far more controlled it's coming in a lot earlier for people that that letting go and that who am I if they don't need me you yeah. know and what's left when that happens if it happens and ideally, it happens if your kids don't need you. Oh God, ideally, you know, then then you then you've done a really good you've
1: done job. A great job. Yeah, and yeah. if they want to
0: come and see you, you've done an even better job.
1: That's, yeah, If, if they <laughs> want to hang out with you after that, then you're, you've won the lottery. But but then it you, it comes back to again what I was saying at the beginning, like where I'm at in my life now is it's it's the next step. Yeah, it's, it's and it's probably when I think of you know like 29 going into 30 and 39 going into 40, I turned 49 in June, and it it feels, it sounds really, it feels monumental, like Mm -hmm. it feels like it's really hard, but I have this, I have this sense that in a couple of years, I'm going to look back on this year, and I'm going to go, it was life-altering, you know, because you know, it's it's you know it's either like I, I keep coming back to that saying. Or, what was it in the Shank Redemption? Like, get busy living or get busy dying. I yeah. Mean, it, it, from, from an emotional standpoint, it's kind of like okay. So now it now it's down to me. While he's off living his very best life and doing mm-hmm. all the things that oh I loved when I was in my you know late teens and early twenties and like it's just the best time of life, really, isn't it? You know. But so now I'm trying to kind of make this. This is this this has the potential of being another best time of my life mm. um you know because because the, I, i'm trying to see it as kind of like well the world's my oyster kind of thing yeah. because I've, I've done a good job i've raised him well now the reality is the kids probably still going to be living with me for the next four or five years right like well, because so and, and, and right but also they're acutely aware of the housing crisis which is quite sad yeah um, and he has said But it's sad because he has said that to me upon occasion. You know, I'm like, oh, God, you know, you leave me. And he said, Mom, like, seriously, like, where am I going? Like, there's nowhere to live, which is really Quite sad when when you hear about it, but even let's say let's say of course he goes on to college or whatever he does doesn't even necessarily have to go to college. I actually don't care what he does mm. as long as it's something that he loves to do and um, The reality is of course he'll probably still be living here, but not like not as a mother son. It then becomes nearly a roommate situation, a it's bit more difficult yeah, yeah. I had that
0: conversation with my dad I'd say a year and a half ago, and I had said to him because it, it, it wasn't about the age shift for us I would have left home quite young I left at 16 so I had that very quickly like you know um oh, yeah. and we we talked about I said to him you know the difference between having parents as your parents and getting to know them as people is you couldn't be gifted something better as, as a child yeah. to meet your parents as people who don't know yeah. who you don't own yeah as people and build a relationship on being people I love, a massive, I love that. yeah there's a massive difference when i want my mom and dad to meet all my needs and i resent them and i'm processing and all of that jazz yeah. when i sit down and i hear about something that they're passionate about or that matters yeah. to them and i chose to sit and and do that with them as opposed to because i should or you know Have so to. Yeah. yeah so it, i i think that there is this lovely invitation for so adult much. children, as long as the space is there for it, yeah, exactly, um, yeah. And I don't think adult children always know how to build that, but I think that, that that's probably the last
1: piece I see parents needing to do is to create. And, that and that's literally actually, and that is, I love hearing that now because a couple of women on Instagram have said that to me whose kids are older, and they're like, "Don't worry, dude." Like. They're, they come home, they come back around 23 or 24 and I think maybe that's what they're talking. I was thinking Jesus Christ I moved back into the house although I moved back into my parents' house when I was 30 for a year God yeah. help my parents I think they must have been like oh great like we just thought we got rid of them all and here comes one back um but I think maybe maybe that's what they mean you know because a lot of them have said like oh no don't worry about it they, they end up coming back when they're around 23 or 24. And I guess maybe that's what they're talking about, this real different relationship as as grown-ups. Yeah. You know, um and I I, I welcome that. I, I very much look forward to that when that happens, you know. And I think that can only happen if the letting go happens. Because otherwise exactly. the
0: other side of it and, and I've seen this and I mostly hear about this from the dating world when I'm working with people who are dating is that what happens is the enmeshment with the original family, the family of origin doesn't shift so there's no letting go and so to be out in the world dating you're they're either looking for partners that their parents approve of or they're dating people who haven't left emotionally outgrown their childhood patterns you know they have their mothers are still overly involved or their dad's opinions are too strong or and there isn't this kind of ability to be in the world as an adult so without that letting go it's not just the benefit for the Adult children and the parents, but you know their ability to do life as an independent adult is is mm. not
1: restricted without that letting go process. Yeah, that's lovely, actually. You know, because when you're in it, like, so it's hard. I think when you're when you're, because you know when I'm in the field, like I'm I'm so great. Like you know, like families come to me. Um, it's my job, and I, but like, yeah. and then I come home. People always say to me, "Geez, you must be like such a good parent." I'm like, "Are you kidding me? I can't see my." My, I can't see the fog through the trees. It just, you know, you know yourself. Like yeah, all of nothing us, yeah. that we learn translates into any of our relationships, like at all. Without <laughs> lots of personal work, like knowing, oh my god, yeah, and integrating, yeah, yeah, worlds apart. absolutely yeah i'd be like you know i'd be like in my role as a parent and i'd be like i have to stop myself sometimes and say jesus hold on a second last week you told this mother you know this is and so what are you doing like you're doing the polar opposite of that would you just cop yourself on you know sometimes i catch myself going Mm -hmm. wait a minute here um but yeah so it's it's a it's 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 yeah it's it's i can't say i don't know what it's like because it's 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 a new experience for me and it's not something i anticipating it's so odd I can't explain it you know like you anticipate secondary school and you anticipate you know the crazy teenage years but this I I wasn't prepared for like I'm like whoa whoa what the hell's happening here nobody talks about this nobody was preparing me for this and so I guess it's it's very much a new experience for both of us yeah that independent kind of and while he's learning how to go off and be an adult, I'm actually having to relearn a lot of things as well because, because my role is changing. Oh, that's lovely. And, and I know yeah <laughs> you don't look like
0: it's lovely that expression it's not Doesn't like face. like, <laughs> like it, it you know it's,
1: it's, it's yeah. <laughs> but that's right I was like oh god how did I get here but I guess that's why I was saying you know I know in a couple of years time I'll look back and I'll know my god my 49th year stuff feck and changed you know yeah. but but at the moment because I'm going through it it's incredibly hard and it's really emotional and you know, I'm up and down a lot, you know, like I'm up and down, like, you know, one minute I'm like, yes, I can do this. And then the next day I'm like, I I, I can't cope that he's leaving me. Please come back. It's, yeah. but then, you know, not putting that on him yeah. is incredibly important because yeah. it's not his job to parent me. Exactly.
0: Yes. Very important. It's not his job to parent you through this. So yeah. I'm going to ask to finish up three pieces yes. of advice that you give to parents who are currently letting go with we'll say what i call like adult children they're moving into adults what would
1: you say stay in your own lane yeah so um your experience as a teenager is not their experience so you know watch your watch your stuff when you're parenting them um let them go (laughs) trust them yeah like like physically let them go um You know, young people, young adults, they need to make mistakes. They need to push boundaries. They need to test the waters. And Mm -hmm. if you're not letting them, you're robbing them of a very important growth, part of growth. Um, You know, and and then the third bit is I don't, no matter what happens with them. Yeah. No matter how the wheels fall off, because they will fall off. um, They need to know that no matter what happens, you're their safe space. Yeah. That, that, right. that you will, it, you will fix it. And you know what, if you can't fix it, you'll find somebody else to fix it. You know, those three things are really important. So watch your, watch your own stuff, let them go. And, you know, when shit hits the fan, make sure, make sure they know they can come back. Hmm. I love that. And I've, that was
0: one of the things in, when I've been watching you on Instagram that I think. Is the strongest thing that I've seen be important to my work is if if young people know they can go to their parents with anything, any right to go with, to their parents, when they're ashamed, blamed, corrected, told you so, any of the things that we go into and we're annoyed, yeah. the
1: situation,
0: they're gonna stop and they go somewhere else with it, and if they're
1: adults, that's risk, and that's so important. Like that's the biggest message. If they aren't talking to you i'd be quite concerned you sometimes you'd be really concerned about who they are talking to exactly because you've no control over that exactly and you've
0: no control of the information they get it reminds me a little bit of when teenagers start to learn about sex and they learn about it from their watch watch the porn and you're like yeah
1: but because didn't tell them they found the information don't do that don't do that and that's exactly it it's so so important that no matter what because the wheels will fall off like yeah. the wheels fall off all of the time but that you know that you can fix it and if you can't fix it you'll find somebody to fix it okay yeah. I love that I'm gonna
0: finish on that note so thank you thank you
1: that's brilliant
0: Thanks for listening to the Tilted Podcast, and I'm your host, Sheila Walsh. If you'd like to sponsor the Tilted Coaching Podcast, simply pop over to patreon.com slash tiltedcoaching and sponsor the podcast for as little as a cup of coffee a month. If I didn't say it correctly, pop over to the link in the bio, visit the Patreon page, and become a sponsor. Thanks a million.